that your coffee? Yeah, Keith's coffee just fell down. It's okay, thank goodness we have LVT in the studio here. That's luxury vinyl tile. And not, uh, I think they're behind Judah's desk over there. Guys, good Wednesday morning. My name is Jerry Miller, and welcome to Real Talk with Keith Smith. As our good buddy Keith Smith cleans the luxury vinyl tile from uh, a catastrophic spill of a cup of joe. Of a cup of joe. Yours truly will fill some time and highlight that this program features... It is live, Keith. This, this program is the showcase of real estate life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, happiness through financial strategic decision-making. Keith Smith, the star of our show of Yes Realty Partners, Judah Wickhauer, our executive producer, and you, the viewer and listener, can share your thoughts in the feed and ask questions of a real estate professional. So I think he likes me saying this, that has, what, 37 years? I'm old. 37 years, he says he's old. Should we get Keith on the studio camera right there, Judah, seeing see what he's doing over there? As long as it didn't go on the $45,000 of podcasting. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm worried about. $45,000 of podcasting equipment. I really do not care. Uh, um, do you want the truth or should I lie to you? I, I, I prefer at this point that you just lie to me. Yeah? Um, okay, there we go. We missed it. Um, people are watching Keith Smith cleaning the right now. Judah Wickhauer, let's go on a one shot of Keith doing some cleaning. So we'll talk Almoro County values. I have in front of me the values of Almoro County single family detached homes, no new construction, third quarter. We're good. Uh, 2019 versus 223. Um, in fact, you can put this screen, this slide on screen, slide one, if you could, Judah Wickhauer. And I want you to look at the escalation of values in Almaro County for single-family detached homes from 2019 to 2023. And this is just the third quarters. In 2019, this is ridiculous. I mean, in 2019, the median sales price versus 2023 is astronomically more expensive. Can I put it that, can I say that? Astronomically more expensive? Keith Smith? Sure. I've just finished my, my, my cleaning job. What That's why we, we have on? luxury vinyl tile in the studio. There we go. It costs and more to install, but it was, uh, in the long run, the right decision. Apparently, after today. Well, I mean, interestingly, <laughs> um, there was water spilled by someone's son. I'm not going to name any names. And it was left on the floor for four days, and we came back, and the luxury vinyl tile had absolutely zero impact by the spilled water. I think we're good. We're polished. We're and good to go. it did not go on the podcasting equipment. We did not get on the Are pod. you sure it didn't go on that iPad down there? No, 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 no. We're good. No iPad. It got a little bit on the, on the cord. No in the connectors. I think we're, go- we think we're good, Jerry. I'm glad to hear that. Otherwise, have- otherwise, he'd be looking at What slide are we looking at? We're going to look at slide number one if you want to set oh, the stage, my friend. Sure. This is literally live programming at its finest, <laughs> if you guys cannot tell. This is not recorded. Well, if it was recorded, we would have started over again. <laughs> and, and, and edited but that. But we're not Edited that again. whole fop. I mean, look, that's 500. This is 550. First time that's ever happened. First time ever happened. First time that's happened since 2019. And we I do dropped- shows three, three shows a week. Uh, 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 this has been weird a weird thing for me lately one i forgot a cup of coffee one show and the second one i dumped it down on the thing okay albemarle county single family detached no new construction third quarter over third quarter stretching from 2019 to 2023 that's slide number one j dubs you want to put that back on screen for us thank you j dubs so make a long story short there's a trend line there and it looks like that trend line is going up um, I think anybody who's been in the market can pretty much figure that out. But since uh, third quarter 2019 up to the end of third quarter of 2023, we've jumped from, this is in Almar County, we've jumped from 435 to 650. I uh, haven't done the percentage. That is ridiculous. Jump, jump on that. Appreciation. But we could surely do that live. I mean, we are talking, ladies and gentlemen, over 200 grand of appreciation in Almaro County in a four-year period of time for homeowners. Judah, did you hear that? I'd count that as five, 
right? So the third quarter's already finished. Okay. Right? So third quarter. We'll 20, count out five. Yeah. yeah. So out, out, of, out of five. Out of four, it was 483 up to six. But basically. That's bananas. We went from a four to a six. Roughly, round numbers, we roughly went from about 450 between 2019 and 20 to about 650 now. There's not a jurisdiction in Central Virginia that can duplicate what we're seeing on screen right now. Ah. Charlottesville City can't duplicate this. Ooh, Charlottesville was awfully... Charlottesville in this one year, and we'd have to dig up the other... Do you have 2019 versus 2023 Q3 for Charlottesville? I do not. Okay, uh, but curious. I have this. I have this year. Yeah, you have year over year. Uh-huh. But I'm looking for a four year, a five year trend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, hold on a second here. You still got the graph on screen? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's put that data back on there. Multiple people are asking for it. So we if you look at, if you end up pulling up lots, Andrew lot, Fink, hello, Brian Roy, hello. If you pull up, I don't have a coffee. This is this is. I, don't I mean, know. we have a full bar. Have, if anyone's been in the I Love Seville studio. I would say, how many bottles do we have over there? Not enough. I'd say that's over 20. Oh, no. How many do you got right there, Judah? Uh, it's over 10. I, Smith One, can't count. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 17 bottles of booze. So if you look at Different slide, bottles. Top shelf. Go, go ahead. Say, you were going to say something? I've got to be nice to you. I need a favor later on today. So I've got to be very nice to you today. I'm, I'm going to be coming with hat in hand and begging for you to do something. Slide number nine. So that is every jurisdiction from the city of Charlottesville to Stanton or Staunton depending on which side of the mountain that you come from or how far north you come. So, and that, and that is uh, from 19 to 23, right? So, yeah. so you can take a quick look at it and kind of take a look at the way things have climbed third quarter over third quarter for five years from both sides of the hill going from city of Charlottesville. Albemarle County is dominating. Yeah, it, it is dominating, but it, but you know we we were talking about this some time ago, um, and we were I was concerned a little bit about Buckingham. Take a look at Buckingham on that Buckingham twenty twenty three over twenty twenty two jumped more than I thought it was going to jump. I don't have the actual numbers on here. I'd have to get Stan- in. Stanton City is flat. Stanton's been a little flat. Waynesboro has been a very steady climb. So if you kind of take a look at the ones that have been been really kind of gently climbing up, Waynesboro City, and we've been talking about Waynesboro this. Waynesboro City looks like a a, a nice, healthy, predictable, healthy, consistent, st- you know, ladder. That's right. So stairs. So, um, but take take a look at the jump in the city of Charlottesville and Albemarle County in the third quarter. Ladies and gentlemen, look at the screen. Are you are you showing this slide nine? So the third quarter, 23 for 22, particularly in Albemarle and Charlottesville, there was a huge jump. Nelson uh, County, the only one to retreat. Nelson County was the only one. But it was not by much. It was Still, marginal, though. but it, it kind of dropped. But we talked about this for quite some time. When you compare Nelson County to its peers jurisdictionally, <laughs> that's concerning. It, it, it is it is concerning, but 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 take a look at Nelson County. So this is without Wintergreen. So I pull Wintergreen out. This uh, is fun. Our dear our dear what cleaning up or this? Our dear friend uh, Todd. Rath, Todd Rath, Rath, Blue Toad Hardsider, Todd right, Rath, you watch him? And he, he made me better, he, he, and he was right. We need to kind of pull Winter Green out because it kind of skews the numbers a little bit. Todd Rath is watching. Todd Rath. Um, so, but you take a look at, at uh, 19 and 20, right? 19 was a little higher, 20 dropped a little bit, and then it, we're, st- we're focusing on Nelson County now. 21, we jumped up, and then it was kind of incremental jumps on uh, 22 and 23 dropped down a little bit. But really, the only jurisdiction was, is our friends in Nelson County. And, it, you know, it's not quite as bad as I thought it was going to be, to be honest with you. Uh, you know, as you know, this, Jerry, this takes a ton of time and, I see that. and, and work this is to legit. Put, the, put together. I feel like Woody Fincham had a little influence in this. Um, yes, yeah, so the Woody Fincham get... I, I send it all to Woody, and I say, did I get it right? And I get a thumbs up. So Cara says, um, Cara, Cara Shandison, um, who's a mover and shaker, has a piece of feedback for you. Sure. That I would love to see area household incomes on top of that housing graph. I will offer <clears throat> this perspective. According to HUD, the median income for the Charlottesville metro area per household $123,300. I'll say it again. HUD data, 
median income, Charlottesville metro area per household, $123,300. Multiple people are asking on the feed right now, and you have Sarah Hill Buchensky watching the program, hey. Katie Pearl welcome, watching the program right now, the, the real estate developer and investor, Brian Roy, fantastic neighbor, Brian Roy, love seeing you walk in the loop. Watching the program right now, Kristen Smith loves seeing uh, toys around the uh, common area in our neighborhood. Uh, Kristen Smith, Aaron King, welcome to the program. A couple of media outlets watching you on the show right here. I'll throw this to you. A lot of people. I've are got saying, my own. You don't have to throw that at me. I'll throw a question to you, my friend. There you go. That was clever. You know, I'm not even on my. You're not even in a third cup of coffee. I'm on a third cup of coffee. Uh, yeah. Multiple people are saying Smith this appreciation in Charlottesville City and Albemarle County is it sustainable? Uh, Deep throat. We'll get to you in a matter of moments. Uh, so, I mean, logically, the answer is no, right? Uh, you can't see, and I, I don't have the Charlottesville slide for just this year, but we talked about it. I believe it was last week, and we can probably pull a. I can probably pull up a slide and send it to to Judah. But we had a. Hold on a second. I actually got it on my phone. I can go. Oh, ahead. this is interesting from Deep Throat. Deep Throat. I'm going to relay this to you. Woody Fincham, are you watching the show? So, just to stay on the Charlottesville thing. Charlottesville thing. So the end of the first quarter of 2023, the median sales price, single family detached, no new construction was 405. The end of the third quarter, single family detached was 585. So that's a, roughly 180 grand increase. Those increases are, are not sustainable. If you take a look at the second quarter versus the third quarter, that was about 10% increase from two. Uh, 529, my dyslexia kicked in, 529 to 585, which is somewhere around 10, 12%, something like that. Look, the answer, the, the answer it, um, I expect, uh, frankly, I did not expect to see these double digits increases this late in the game in 2023, to be honest with you. I, f I kind of anticipated it dropping down below the double digit level. I think we're going to see this year ending in double digits in certain jurisdictions. I've been, you, you, you've been uh, saying that for a that. while. You've been, been saying, saying that, that for, a while. for a while. I think what you're going to see in the next 12 to 24 months is that double digit increase to get back to more normal, which is the lower single digits, somewhere, somewhere between three and 6% year over year. Look, We'd have to break out the crystal balls, and we're not so sure that they're actually uh, the little cloudy at this particular point in time. I got two statistical geniuses commenting on the show here. But eventually, so I'm not a genius. I just look I wasn't at the, referencing you. Thank you. <laughs> just <laughs> I just wanted to get that I'm on the table. Joking. I'm not a genius. Uh, I don't even play one on TV. Just, and uh, you didn't stay in at a holiday. I didn't stay at a holiday. And, uh, <laughs> but I just approach things from uh, street smarts, uh, logical kind of... You got kind a PhD of, in street sports. Yeah, there you go. Uh, but in any event, I think I think you're going to you're going to see things invert, right? You're going to see inventory continue to drop, number of sales continue to drop, and I think you're going to see the prices increase a little bit. I'm going to mention this from Deep Throat, who is a statistical genius, and I'm going to pass this comment to Woody Fincham. In fact, Deep Throat, I texted your um, comment to Woody. Because I want Woody to respond to Deep Throat's DM on Twitter. Get ready for this. Are you ready, Judah? Are you ready, Keith? And are you ready, dozens of realtors that are watching right now? This is from a data genius. We just call him Deep Throat. I have to say, Keith and Jerry, using median sales price at the quarterly level is simply not something from which valid statistical inferences can be derived. FHFA indices at the county level are considered experimental even when using annual data. The number of sales is too small to guarantee no distortion from changes in sales mix. That is why ZHVI or any repeat sales index is better because it deals with mix issues. We know for a fact that volumes have plunged due to mortgage issues, which absolutely has implications for mix. Woody, I would love if you responded to that. So we, Jason we, Howard on Rio Road says, this kind of appreciation is sustainable as long as people can sell their homes in Northern Virginia and beyond and come to this market with bags of money 
and still buy 30% of the houses sold with straight-up cash, which is what Keith reported on Monday well, take a look last at, week. Take a look at slide number two, just specific, number two, specific to um, uh, Albemarle County and cash. Look, to the good doc. The, the good doctor, the you know, look, I'm. Uh, Who, which good doctor are you? Representing? I'm talking about. I guess Deep Throat is what we're calling him. Deep Throat is not a doctor. Oh, okay. Well, I'm assuming he was a doctor of some sort of no, uh, sir. economics or something along no, those sir. lines, kind of thing. So, but in any in any event, look, macro I, finance guy. Yeah. So you know, uh, I'm trying to take a deep dive into numbers that the normal real estate agent and or buyer would kind of comprehend and use on it. Um, you know, this is stuff that we look at from a day-to-day -day basis and helping clients one way or the other. But he's 100% right, you know, when, particularly in Albemarle County, right? So I'm going to take it a little bit differently. Okay. Uh, where the, if I probably got in there and started tweaking the acreage down a little bit, maybe the numbers might look a little bit, a little bit different. But at the moment, these are just big, Big picture market trends that that the average buyer or seller would take a look at. And what I'm talking about acreages is particularly in Albemarle County. This is the reason why I like using Lake Monticello so much because everything's consistent. Yeah, they're yeah, all single family. Homes. All the lots are exactly the same. You know, the square footages are generally the same. Uh, but uh, if you do take a look at slide number one, which we'll we'll get to it as soon as Jude will talk about too. That's the reason I started in certain square footage price. Right, because square footage kind of takes out the land end of it, the way we report it. And the other thing is, is I'm restricted to what I have access to on Paragon, right? So I may not have access to the data that Deep Throat may have. But the bottom line is, is the, the, these prices are increasing and they're growing, and 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 the the amount of units that are available to buy or decreasing. Uh, John Blair, jump in here. Back to slide number two in cash. Johnny Ornalis, what do you think? Ca uh, slide number two. Kelly Jackson, thoughts? 30, 32% in third quarter was cash. Third quarter in 2019, 23% were cash. So roughly there was a 10% increase in cash transactions between... Um, the third quarter in 19 versus the third quarter in 23. Why don't we do a little, uh, a little bull and bear here? Sure. I feel like I can make a convincing argument. I've made this argument many times on this network that Albemarle County values year over year, second quarter versus second quarter 2023 versus 2024, we'll see double-digit appreciation. Okay? We know 2022... Verse 2023, Q2 values appreciated according to the car report, double digits is either 11 or 12 percent in Almaro County. I think we're going to see a double digit appreciation in Almaro County, second quarter 2023, for second quarter 2024, for a number of reasons. I think it's tied to a throttled supply, inventories at meager levels. You reported that a third of transactions, what you're seeing on CAR and, and the MLS... In Almore County. In Almore County are straight-up cash. Mm -hmm. A third of the homes trading right now are cash. 32%, awfully close. I'd say that's pretty damn close. It makes sense. The interest rate is sure. flirting with 8%, depending on where you shop. Mm -hmm. Some friends are saying they're locking in over 8%. I had a conversation. Judah was on that conference call with the VIP client on Tuesday... And we discussed the potential for an 8% plus interest rate environment. Some folks are speculating that rate could climb as high as 9%. Other insiders are saying it could surpass 9%. We know that the rate is going to stay stickier for longer. That's safe to say. Mm -hmm. I've made the convincing argument of the impact of Amazon and an $11 billion investment in Louisa County and what will be 800 to 1,200 indirect or direct jobs coming to this area. Where are those people going to live? I've clearly talked about the Data Science School and the Paul Manning Biotech Institute and the influx of people with six-figure salaries. I've highlighted the fact that Bloomberg, the media outlet, ranked Charlottesville, the metro area, 15th in the nation for hybrid or remote work. All this stuff is happening at exactly the same time. To, to, to include the Outdoor Magazine? Outdoor Magazine, best place to live. Realtor Magazine, best place five. to retire. Mm -hmm. We are having a boatload of national attention. 
while rates are getting expensive and as Northern Virginia citizens are flocking or migrating down from the north to here? It's more than that. Um, we've just recently, um, in the process of a transaction that's cash, that has a six in front of it in Flavana County, um, they're coming from Texas to here. So you're seeing people from Florida here, Texas from here. You're seeing people from Northern Virginia, from New York, coming here for various reasons. Um, this particular Texas um, buyer is coming here to work at UVA at, starts with a D. Data Science School. There you go. Um, which we've stood by and, and, and woven, we've waved our flag on this for some time. But I, I want have a family member who is very north of 700 annual salary. I'm not talking $700 here. Got it. Annual salary. That is looking to, looking to come in here? Look now been given the opportunity Good to fully work remote and has a contract in place where that full remote environment will be at minimum of five years. Yeah. So he can move out of Cali and anywhere wherever, he wants. Wherever he wants. Good for him. So I, I do want to th just push, not, you know, if we're going to do bull and bear and, and just to throw this on the table. So I just double checked um, from a spreadsheet that I have. So the third quarter in 2019, we were at 23% cash, Outmore County. But the mortgage rate was 3.65. So we've increased roughly 10% uh, until now. But at the end of the third quarter, when I ran these numbers, the 30-year rate, according to the, to the Fed, uh, St. Louis Fed, was 7.31. So the interest rates kind of doubled. You, I kind of expected cash to be a little more than 32%. I think, I think the cash number is going to increase. It, it, it it could be, but we. But I don't think it's going to drop. Or, or the sales volumes are starting to decrease a little bit, and then maybe cash is stabilizing. So maybe people that are trying to sell in these other markets that are coming here are maybe struggling on selling their 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 buyers. You know, maybe because they're they, you know you're looking at big dollars in New York and Connecticut and and Northern Virginia. Maybe the the borrower can't borrow the money. Is that making any sense? There may be a bit of a slowdown in, in cash and I mean, volume. DOMs, day, days on market are upticking. Yeah, but look, man, I had a conversation with Lisa Sturvent yesterday about that. and She's the chief economist for Bright. Yeah, and you know, the fact that we're thinking DOMs, and I have a slide here somewhere on that, are in the low double digits, right? You know, somewhere between 6 and 12, depending on the jurisdiction that you're at at that point. The fact that we're saying it's climbing at those low numbers is kind of, somebody who's been in this for three and a half decades, you know, I remember it was 60, 90 days. Well, I appreciate that, normal. but, you know, yeah. devil's advocate, when the DOM was one, two, or three. Or and, seconds. Yeah, or seconds with multiple offers so and open houses that were canceled before they were hosted, and now the DOM is somewhere between 10 and 20. That's an uptick. So for some of the real estate agents that are watching and, and the folks that are way smarter than me in, in, in data crunching, the conversation was wrapped around what is the new neutral market, right? So neutral market historically was somewhere between six to seven months' worth of inventory. And, and she threw out a question to a bunch of real estate professionals around the country on, on what we thought it was kind of in a big picture scenario. Some jurisdictions were higher or lower. You know, and I pushed, I pushed back at somewhere around three to four months, and I think we're probably closer to three months. So what that means is, is we've basically cut our expectation of what a neutral market is in half from six to seven months to three and four. And I think when this all shakes out and somebody way smarter than me digests all this stuff, I think you're going to see neutral markets now settle in around three months, somewhere around that, which, which, and, and why that's important is that's when this shift goes from buyer to seller. Buyer seller to, to buyer. seller. That's exactly right. Yeah. So right now, right now, clearly a seller's market. Yeah. You know, and you, you, one would argue that maybe looking at my data. Yeah. That Nelson County might be moving closer to that shift uh, from seller to to buyer's market. Maybe I can make a convincing argument that Nelson County is an anomaly. 
I would, I would not disagree with that. And I would that not, Nelson I would, County is the aberration in this if, data. If you look at line num, uh, slide number nine. And Jesse Rutherford's watching the program. Hey, Jesse. He's a supervisor in Nelson County. I'm curious if your take on this. Yeah. Jesse Rutherford, I, I mean, love you, Jesse. I mean, if you take a look at slide number nine, again, this is the data the way I crunch it, right? So it's easy to look at and digestible for a Staff Sergeant United States Marine Corps <laughs> to take a look at it. But, you know, if you just take a look at those bars, they're all pretty much going in the upward trajectory with the exception of this one little blip down, which is Nelson, Nelson, Nelson County. Uh, James Watson, first Johnny Ornalis says, since he appeared on Real Talk, and we replayed it on the I Love Seville show, he's being stopped three to four times per day at bare minimum, with folks talking to him and congratulating oh, that's him great news. about Mexicale, the new restaurant opening at the World of Beer location. Johnny Ornalis, the point man of that location, a California-style restaurant, with a $10,000 tortilla maker and somewhere between 20 and 30 taps available. It's going to be an awesome setup when they, when, they, when they get it set up. We, he was stopped at the gym where he was bench pressing 400 pounds <laughs> by a beautiful woman wearing spandex who said, may I spot you? Oh, my gosh, you're joining Arnalis of Mexicali. Yes, I am going to spot you. I'm not going to wait for an answer. I may have added a little color. You added a whole bunch of color to that, and um, I hope his wife isn't watching. Uh, James Watson says this, Almoro County is possibly 2,000 square miles, and the city of Charlottesville is about 9 square miles. That's exactly it's actually 10.2 square miles. Yeah. Uh, it's 10.2, the city of Charlottesville. Close enough. It may always be difficult to compare the two to some degree. There's little to no developable land in the city, and new subdivisions always popping up in the county. So that's a great segue because, um, thank you, James, because I wanted to take a look at this year quarter over quarter and compare. May I, may I play devil's advocate to that? Sure. Um, while Almoro County, and I'll give you the entire square miles here in a matter of moments, um, Almoro County is 762 square miles, 762. Of that 762, only 5% is allocated for development. Correct, yeah. So of that 5% of that, actually 726 square miles. So you're trying to do the math, how much they so dedicated. So 726 times 0.05 is 36 square miles allocated for development. Sure. And of that 36 square miles for development, it's commercial and residential. Correct. And of that 36 square miles in Almoro County. Most of it's developed. It's what? mostly development. And the topography that's, that's left for the undevelopment land probably can't be developed at this point or well, very challenging look, yeah anything can be developed as long as, as the money's there the money is there and you know if the price point isn't there it's going to work that way but eventually we'll, we'll get to because I, I wanted to run an that again the way i do things run a side-by-side -side analysis of single family attached and detached existing versus new construction so that that you know when we get to it we'll, we'll chat about that here in the middle and i'll let you know which slide that is judah uh, but look, um, <clears throat> to that to that point, you know, I think in theory, th those who support the long-term upzoning concept, which I happen to be one of them, I um, am not. I, I know that. Yeah. Eventually, eventually um, if it get, if some version of it will get approved. Right. And when we have gets, a bet on that line. We do have a bet on that. Yeah. And December 31st, upzoning approved. Uh, you uh, say yes, I say no, yeah, we have a bottle of booze on the and line. And we sh at one point, I was a little questioning. I, I read the same thing you read on Free Enterprise Forum with yeah. Neil uh, Williamson. Well, I've also had conversations. So, But it's going to be close. Yeah. It's going to be close. Very close. I, I, it's going to be very close. But anyway... Not to get down that rabbit hole, good or bad or otherwise, but just to kind of address James's comment, um, you know, in theory, one could say over time that the city of Charlottesville could produce more residential units. And I've kind of been on record for this, and uh, again, I'm, I'm in favor of it, uh, but this is going to be kind of a, a bell curve on value. You're going to see the value continually increase and climb where the inventory is just going to take a long time to go ahead and increase. So that, that curve is going to be very low. Eventually, as inventory increases, and we're talking many, many, many years, many years down the road, you'll start seeing things kind of balancing out. Look, you know, 
hopefully we're sitting behind this I'm sitting behind this microphone 10 years from now because I think it's going to take that long and, minimum and then uh, yeah and then we're going to go do that on the flip side a project in Albemarle County takes about that long to get approved it takes anywhere between five to six years to get a contract approved uh, development approved and going there Green County is going to be the the, the, the the next hub here guys that's where you're going to see inventory are we not at our the extent of our political capital for development in Green County? It doesn't matter. It's what's in the pipeline already. And what do we have? Three hundred units? No, like eighteen hundred units. Is it that many? Yeah, yeah, sure. It's eighteen hundred. Eighteen hundred units. Okay. Yeah. Not but, including the one in Standardsville, which is another five hundred. Okay, so we're looking at twenty three hundred units. So you, I stand correct. You're going to be somewhere around two. There's somewhere around two thousand units coming on market in Green. On market is not quite the right term. Okay. They're That's in right. the the site plan construction pipeline. When they come on, it's going to be over a particular time. But the bottom line is, is roughly, and we, we had um, Jim Friedel on the show, and he confirmed those numbers. I would very much encourage Green County to invest money into its school and road infrastructure immediately and in, improve its water infrastructure well, that, immediately. That's, yeah, so that's in the process of happening on that, so I can, I can report in that. That's, that's happening. They just need a little bit of capital to go ahead and, and, and do that. But not to get, the, again, I don't want to get down the road on positive or negative or, or all that stuff, but the reality of it is there's inventory there that's going to be coming, coming on online. But take a look at slide number three, Jerry. Slide number three. Slide three, J-Dubs. Slide number three is Albemarle County, because we're kind of focusing on Albemarle County today. Okay. Albemarle County, single-family detached and attached homes. This is existing versus um, uh, new, new construction. construction, right? So if you're looking at the slide, at, at the, your screen from left to right, we're going to start with the number of single-family detached existing, new construction, medium sales price, single-family detached, so forth and so on, going all the way all the way down through um, the single family attached. But take a look at medium sales price. This is again this year of uh, new construction. You see how it dropped a little bit? The beginning of the year was 800,000. I mean, you know why that is. And I, I, I think I know why, is I'd love to hear your opinion on it. Right, why the new construction values have dropped? Mm -hmm. It's expensive. It's ex it's ex the rate the rate environment has changed. It's Builders are having to offer incentives to get people to buy. Lennar, one of the largest home builders nationally, in fact, is now buying down points for buyers and is offering a four point five percent mortgage. Sure, and you're also starting. Looked at it this morning. You're also starting to see local builders do incentive ten thousand dollars. You know, if you use uh, you know closing cost assistance and all that stuff. I mean, yeah, I, there's some local builders that are talking about finished basements just to yeah, get people yeah, to buy. Yeah, 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 and, and that is because they've got certain inventory that, that they've started. Yeah, they've got that inventory they that's in the works that they want to move. That's exactly and get right. off the books. But look at look at the medium sales price for existing is at six fifty. The medium this is third quarter. The medium sales price for uh, new construction is seven uh, sixty five. So roughly a hundred k more expensive. The key data that we should be looking at this chart is the median sales price for existing actual real estate. Look at how it's appreciated from the first quarter of 2023 of 505K to the third quarter of 2023, 650K. Now, again, this is to, to, to Deep Throat's point, these are just median, big throw-ups, right? Big pictures. We don't, we don't take out acre, extra acre. This is a very simplistic search. I mean, we can go into all kinds of details, but for the sake of a talk show... This is great. This is exactly the path the that I The point I'm making to... here is existing values for homes that are already constructed have appreciated from the first quarter to the third quarter from a median value of $145,000. But take a look at the median... New construction has dropped. It has dropped. It, it, it's dropped from... from seven ninety nine to seven sixty five. dollars That's first quarter, 23. That's a 5% drop. That's, that's first quarter to third quarter. That's a 5% drop. Right. But take a look at the SFAs, the single-family detached. It's all the way far on the right of this screen, new construction. SFA is single-family attached. Single-family attached. It's grew first quarter from 452 to 483, uh, 483. So you're seeing... And you know why that is. Because it's cheaper. It's affordable. It's affordable, right. Yeah, well, it's affordable in a high-rate environment. Somebody, somebody would... I'd say 483 is way affordable than 765. Uh, th that's true, but 
is it affordable to a certain mass of folks? That, that's a different story. But, but what I wanted to point out, um, the other thing I wanted to point out, Jerry, take a look at the new construction units sold, which again kind of, kind of matches the, the number. But single family detached, third quarter, there were 60 units sold. But that raised from 30 in the first quarter to 60. In the uh, single family attached, it's been kind of consistent, somewhere around 72, 73, but in the, in the mid to upper 70s. This month, uh, this end of the last quarter was seven, 78. So there's been a consistent, consistent volume. The prices are kind of balanced. The first quarter and the second quarter on single family attached new construction was exactly the same, actually. And it bumped up a little bit from 452 to 483. So you're going to start seeing that. You're going to start, to your point, it's, it's, it's affordability. It's what's available. I can tell you that window is going to shut down pretty quickly. Just Put look, that in perspective. Well, just looking at what lots are available in Albemarle County. Minuscule? To build. There's, there's a couple, like the, the Crozet area is kind of getting to its absorption level. Right, Mark so, McKinney watching the program. Crozet so the, Community Advisory Committee. So the big, the big, um, I think the big growth area in Almar County will be Southwood, right? Because that development just got kicked off. So you're going to start seeing some inventory uh, growing in that. But I think you'll see Crozet. You know, unless there's some new projects that I am not aware of, and I'm pretty sure I got most of them you got dialed in. Dialed in. You know, you're going to see things like Greenwood uh, start. Uh, Pleasant Green, excuse me, Pleasant Green out there. I think they're probably 50, 60% built out. So the builders will start tapping it down a little bit. They want to get rid of what they've got started, right? That's their incentives. They're going to start tamping things down a little bit because they don't want to outsell their, their, their lot inventory. So we'll see how the end of the fourth quarter looks, but we'll, uh, am I making any sense or going in circles? Sense. Jason Howard leaves this comment, the king of Rio Road. John Snow, welcome to the program. Vanessa Parkill, hello. Watching in Earliesville right now. Multiple elected officials watching the show. Olivia Branch, hello. Speaking John of which. Neal, the commercial broker, watching the program. Jason says, with the talk of retirees moving down after selling in expensive markets, where can one see demographic information on jurisdiction in between census? You've highlighted labor shortages on previous yeah. shows. Most retirees aren't moving here to work again. What's the long-term impact of higher percentage of retirees? on the workforce. It's a great and, and that is frustrating for me because I don't have access to that data, right? And, you know, this is something that I've proposed at the Regional Housing Partnership um, that we could start taking a look at doing ROIs for each jurisdiction and take a look at that and work with like Weld Weldon Cooper at UVA that has access to this. I, I simply don't have access to it. I can anecdote, I can't even say that word, say that for Anecdotally. Me. Thank you. Uh, do, do that, but um, I could just tell by the sales that we're managing and the people that I'm talking to, you know, the, 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 the boomers are kind of overtaking the market a little bit at this point. And that's was predicted. Well, if you take a look at NAR, NAR has a generational report it puts out. I think this year was the first year that boomers overtook the growth of sales versus millennials. And it's because, frankly, we've got the cash. You guys got the money. Juan Sarmiento, welcome to the program. Viewers and listeners ask questions. Many coming in the feed. Grayson has this question about Albemarle County specifically. Albemarle County seems to stay out of the news cycle when it comes to some of these issues that Charlesville's having. He's obviously re referencing crime. Okay. How is that impacting things in this market? Great question from Grayson, who lives in North Downtown. Well, I, I can tell you probably not at the moment, none, because... If we take a look at, and I'm looking at my phone so I can take a look at it, so I got my numbers right, this year it jumped from 405 at the end of the first quarter to 585. Are you talking Charlottesville City? That's Charlottesville City. This is Charlottesville single family detached, no new construction, Q over Q23. The particular chart I'm looking at is uh, I've, I did a list price versus sales price. What, the, what was the percentage? Difference. I wanted to actually, uh, the mayor asked me to do this for him, so mayor I did. Boyd Snuff, right down the hall. Uh, so, but 
the median sales price, again, we're, we're using median, uh, was 405 at the end of the first quarter, and at the end of uh, the third quarter was 585. So we grew, I think if I did the math, isn't it like 44% from first quarter to the third quarter? I'd have to double check the math on, on that. But I believe that's what that was. $180,000 increase. Single so family no concerns. Data, you're just using the data to back it up. I'm just saying that's, that's fair. That's the, that's the, the data. numbers are saying that you know you would if it was impacting it. That's the data. You would see it differently. Now let's see what the third, fourth quarter does. See if that trajectory goes up or drops down a little bit. Uh, but it'd have to drop down substantial in order to lose $180,000 worth of median value uh, from one quarter to the next. But it. it it could be possible. Kelsey but, Ritter asked this question. Keith, can you give us some insight into the incentives that the local builders are offering? Yeah, so I haven't had a chance to go into it so much. Um, I was talking to Greg Slater yesterday, um, and I believe Southern Development is offering, I believe it's a $10,000. I have to lo log on and look into it. But I believe it was a $10,000 uh, incentive for closing costs and that kind of thing on that end of it. Put $10,000 into perspective at a $765,000 yeah. well, median value. Well, so roughly 3% of of that is closing. So that's seven fourteen twenty one, right? So 23K. So I'm rounding numbers a little bit. Uh, so you're looking about half of that is being paid by the builder. So that's that's ten thousand dollars of twenty three k of less cash you got to bring to the table because there's two pots of cash you got to bring right there's the what's required for the loan right whatever you're getting at eighty twenty or you know ninety five five there's that pot of cash plus there's the closing cost pot of cash which is roughly three typically about three percent uh this comment gets put in the feed these stats make it sound like the Charlottesville area is turning into Falls Church or Arlington at a very fast pace? Yeah, I, I've been doing this since uh, 1987. Um, built about 600 custom homes. I don't think, I, other than the time of great unpleasantness, which we really, you know, it affect a lot, me personally, uh, but we really, you know, we've really been on this trajectory of moving forward. Some of it is a little higher, some of it's a little lower, but historically, this area always has been climbing in value. It's it's why people want to come here because of the reasons you outlined uh, before. So, I, and look, you know, I. I do not see values going down. I don't see values going down anymore. anytime soon. Uh, this question has been the best way to explain it. Um, uh, I used this these terms in a meeting the other day. Um, there's going to be a deceleration of value, not a depreciation of value. So we'll see values decelerate a little bit, right? So what I mean by that is multiple double digits, right? You know, excuse me, double digits, that kind of thing, back to more normal single digits, year-over-year -year increases. We're not going to go see negative year-over-year -year increases. I think the best way to explain it is there's more people moving here than... We may have houses available. Look, I mean... I, I, I mean, that's it in a nutshell. I, I mean, I, I owe... Hold on a second. I'll find this, the right slide. I owe Buckingham County an apology because if you... That might be the last affordable pocket in Central Virginia. Yeah, but... Uh, i got a slide here somewhere. There we go. Slide number nine. So, you know, Buckingham County had a substantial jump. I actually can tell you the dollar amount here in my the spreadsheets that I built that while you chat for a second. Uh, viewers and listeners, let us know your thoughts. Bill McChesney, the stump mayor of McIntyre, watching the program. He wants to be stumped. If you want to stump the, uh, I don't want to say chumps. No, I'm, I'm, a, yeah, yeah. I'm just, that was one of my favorite uh, Saturday morning shows was, was uh, Click and Clack the Tap It Brothers. Meredith Richards, welcome to the program. Meredith, we need to get you on the program to talk railroad advocacy. Would love to highlight, yeah, on the show. So in Buckingham, so the, so the, so the. Ray Cadell, hello. Ahmad Hawkins, hello. So um, looking at the slide here on, on the spreadsheet, it was a, a $45,000 increase in Buckingham quarter, a uh, Buckingham County third quarter 22 versus third quarter 23 single family detached, no new construction on on that so that's uh, we're at three hundred thousand dollars right now for third quarter and i really would have expected that number to drop so uh you know 
I was wrong for sure on, on Buckingham County, which leads to what you've been saying for a while, that um, you know that's where folks are, are kind of driving to. And we talked about that on Monday, too. And it's the last affordable pocket in Central Virginia. Ray Cadell, hello. Well, yeah, so you can go to the other side of the hill. So Waynesboro, let's see, I'll tell you where Waynesboro is. Waynesboro's on fire. It's on fire, but uh, Waynesboro is is actually less than Buckingham County. So single-family detached Waynesboro, third quarter of of this year was at a median sales price of 290. So that actually Buckingham actually beat it by. You don't have that data in front of you, sir. I've, I do I've, right here. No, no, but I've got the actual numbers on the spreadsheet. Okay. That's just a bar graph. So you know. That was uh, that. Let me see. Augusta County was 355 last quarter, single family detached. Uh, Buckingham was 300. We've got, you know, we full vanner and all that great stuff we can go through if you would like. That's good data, Keith. Yeah, man. How many people are asking on the feed, do you think about where the rates are going to go? You want me to give you a number? Seven. Yeah, yeah. Different comments. Well, that's, that's a, that's, that's kind of a logical question to ask. We've so are you asking my opinion on where rates are going to go? I mean, they are also asking if values are going to drop. We've already debunked that values are not going to drop. So the next question so, so is there's a, so, rates. Yeah, so is there a magic number, mortgage rate number, that's going to tamp down? Zillow said between rate. 5 and 5.5%. No, I'm going the other way. So, so, so do we approach 9? Does that slow things down, right? Does that slow the appreciation down? And, you know, as long as... A cash th- buyers are coming in. As long as there's a third of a cash buyers, and, and I just had this thought, I would, I probably, if I took the time this morning, I probably ought to do a comparison of cash without cash and see what, to see what the values the value differences are, see if cash values are higher than, than I think Steve Peters asked that question one time on the show, versus uh, loan loan values, you know, which is trading for more money. Yep, if yep. you got a loan, if you got, got a cash. But I think as long as these cash buyers are in the market, but I think eventually that's got to tamp down because eventually there's going to be some sort of absorption of folks selling their homes, Right. There's going to be some sort of slowdown in in the cash buyers, I think. But again, I I stayed at a Holiday Inn and I play one on TV. But other than that, you know, this is just a straight uh, from the gut. I like from it. doing this for a while. Brandon Ertle, welcome to the program. Cindy Rich, hello and welcome to the show. Viewers and listeners, your thoughts. Put them live in the feed. We'll we'll answer the questions and comments live on air. You got a boatload of agents watching the program. Inventory upticking is being put in the feed. Jude, uh, Keith Smith. Yeah, uh, I mean, upticking. Where are the inventory numbers? Upticking up from what? Well, are they upticking? Is the first question. I, I I think you're starting to see a slight uptick in inventory. I haven't really taken a hard look at that. I spent most of my time preparing for Albemarle County's quarterly numbers and, uh-huh. and kind of talking about that a little bit, you know. But I do take a look at a, the seven day average, kind of every every morning, and you know we're at the last seven days we're at sixty three. This is for the car footprint new. I can tell you two weeks ago, three weeks ago, that was in the 80s. So don't know if that's a trend or not, right? We're, 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 we're kind of dropped down a little bit. You know, the pendings are in 78. They've been kind of consistent. You know, we'll see. The, the, the funny thing is, is we've already got 22 open houses booked for Sunday and Saturday for this you weekend. You have clients that are going to see 22 open houses? There's 20, I'm looking at on my... Oh, there's 22 mark, available open houses. There's 22 available open houses. Now, some of them, I have to look at it, might be new construction homes, which is not a, an unusual, unusual thing. One of but, our tenants just placed rent checks for December and January <laughs> under the door. If you could you grab got. those, Judah, and slip them on the desk. Man, this tenant has paid through January. You're a lucky man. That's fantastic. They're right behind you there, J-Dubs, if you can grab those. Um, the inventory question is, this is a very good one. This is from Carter watching the show. If the days on market uptick, isn't natural to say that the inventory levels will start increasing as well because homes are taking longer to sell and new ones will come on the market? Uh, I mean, in theory, that makes sense, right? So if it's some... You buy that. I, I 
just think when you're looking at very low numbers. So let's let's. I didn't do that. So let's let's do this for an, as an example. Let's take a look at um, Albemarle County. Just for the heck of it, we can do this since I've got these things all set up over here. It's just to kind of take a look at single family detached. We'll drop new construction out of it. Just, I got a take on that if you want me to give it to him. You, you can give it to him. I look at it just so that you know I pull new construction out because they always set them at zero and it skews the 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 do the doms. Here's my it. take on that, and viewers and listeners may not want to hear this, especially sellers. Those that are listing their homes on. Um, a baseline or a foundation when rates were two points lower, three points lower. It's a different environment. The environment's oh, changing no, no, too no, no, quickly. No, 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 no. We're so. There's a lot of people that are so, still listing so his, their homes based his, on a Q2 situation. Historically, anybody who's been doing this business for a while knows this. Historically, sellers a little bit slower to react 100%. to market conditions. Than buyers, buyers react a lot faster than sellers because they they look at what their neighbor did six months ago, two quarters, or ago. Two quarters ago, and that's why you're seeing two that, words. What are you seeing? It's two words. Uh, uh, that's why you're seeing. You need to hire a trusted advisor Price to go ahead and adjustments. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that Price so changes. Yeah, modifications, whatever terminology you wish to use. The real a lot of that. Yeah, yeah, and and that's normal. The market is adjusting itself, right? The sellers are adjusting. They go in. You know, I don't look at price changes right now as detrimental to the market at all because they're just kind of resetting where they should have been. It's not in the. That's what I'm saying. It's not in the seller's best interest, by the way, to do that. Oh no, no one wants a price change. It stigmatizes uh, the house. It it it, it, it immediate, immediately raises questions. I I think we're seeing price changes because sellers expected prices, list prices, closing prices tied to Q2, Q1 environments or maybe as long as 12 months ago. The interest rate environment has escalated so quickly. That's what's causing sticker shock for a lot of people because it's impacting affordability. I had this conversation with a real estate investor over cocktails. This guy, significant investor in Charlottesville and Almar. And he said, it is not the level of the rates it's how quickly the rates escalated sure it's like eight percent seven five wherever you're shopping it's still cheap money it's just the fact that it jumped up so quickly that spooked the market so get back to the 100 right i've been there done that i've got the t-shirt i went through this at the time of great unpleasantness because it's exactly what happened to the you know as the market was tanking the fed was raising rates and when you have tens upon tens of millions of dollars either in a commercial loan or a development loan which is in essence is a commercial loan and you're tied Same to prime yeah. you get the thing but interesting so albemarle county single family detached no new construction year to date this is from january 1 to today 663 units sold right the median days on market was six the average was 28. So, I, you know, I'd probably look at the average at this point. So it, was, it was, was 28. So let's take a look, just for the heck of it, what it was the same period last year, right? Questions coming in fast and furious. Go ahead. You do that while I look at please, um, This one's on seller finance deals. Uh, yeah. Uh, I've well, actually... Give you the question? Yeah, go ahead. I've got a client. I'm... I'm a seller client we're doing that the, with. the question is this with rates escalating so quickly as jerry's outline wouldn't behoove the sellers to off, offer seller finance deals where they can get full list price carry some paper and then encourage the buyer to refinance in three or five years when the rate environment changes that's a damn good comment i've done 13 deals just like that yeah so we we got to take that from a seller's perspective. You, you're doing a deal right now like this, aren't I'm you? I'm doing a deal from a seller's perspective, and they're probably not going to do it because they need the capital out of that. Do they have an active loan? They do. So once they pay the loan, but it's minimal. Okay. It's so the loan. upfront down payment that's non-refundable would have covered yeah. the balance of the loan. And plus some. It would cover. So the way that this works, so if you're going to do but this. But they need the money to buy another house. So they exactly right. So what so what would happen is is their loan was 
X, which is minimal. Okay. So then, we're talking under 100K. Then they have to pay the closing costs yep. on top of that. Right. And they would have ended up with a little bit of money with a 20%, which is kind of what normal a seller finance is. Yeah. You can maybe get 25 yeah. out of that. They just would not, they're not going to end up with enough runway. To buy the next house. To even put a substantial down payment yep. on at the next house. It doesn't house. work there. It, it doesn't work. So, Unless they have savings in play. Well, then that's a whole different topic. And do you want to use your savings for that and save it and, you know, all this kind of great stuff? And that's when you get like Alex Erpy and all these fine folks to talk to you about your financial picture. But strictly from a buy and sell and real estate perspective, our counsel to them was just probably let's just sell it. It'll sell quickly. We'll get our cash in hand. Um, then they can they can move on to their next property, which they have to. By the way, this is a it's a work. It's work related. They yeah. have they have to do this, um, and their 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 loan will be minimal, even at the inflated at the current interest rates. It, it works for them. So the math worked out on that case. Uh, offer some perspective for the viewers and listeners. If you go down the seller finance route and you're choosing to sell your property that way, it is a good opportunity if your cash, cash position is strong enough to get a higher value for your property. So a couple of positives about that, right? Um, and you've got to want to be, you've got to want to be two things. You're going to have to want to be a lender. You're going to have to want to act. So in- what he's basically saying is you have to have a little appetite for risk. Well, I mean, let's cut to the chase. But the depends. paperwork is so buttoned up. If the folks default on the loan and don't make the payment on time, you keep all the upfront money and you take your house back. That's exactly and you right. sell it again. That's exactly right. So that's I mean, it's really not risky if someone explains mm-hmm. it to you. Well, I'll play the opposite of that. That Please. is great until 2008 comes around. I thought we've made a we very made convincing a, argument that we made 2008 is convi- not coming we've, around. We've made a very convincing argument to, to come around, that, that it won't come around. But... You've got to be prepared to take that risk. And the, the risk is, I think, minimal. It's so minimal. To, to go ahead and do that. I mean, they, think about it. You sell it twice. What was the second thing you were going to say? I forgot. You forgot? I forgot. Come on. I did. Uh, you hold on to your asset. You get all the capital up. And you can go back and resell it. And you get to keep all that capital in that uh, but you have to go through the process of, of foreclosing on somebody and all that kind of great stuff. So uh, same period last year, just to put it in perspective, we were at 28 and 6. 28 average, 6 days. I'm back on days on market. Um, same period last year, we were 19 days on average and 5. So we only upticked one day in median, and we upticked uh, 9 roughly nine days on the average. That's just from one year to the next. So what's that tell you? I, I, I don't think days on, mark, days on market have been kind of stable. And, you know, I, I could probably, uh, let me see something here. Let me go back. And Here's do- Stephen's comment. Can Keith offer insight into how many price modifications, as Jerry calls them, are happening? You can actually filter. I, he can filter by I, that in Paragon. I can filter that up by Paragon. Yeah, I can. Paragon's uh, clunky, but it does offer a lot of valuable well, data. You've, you've got to work it. You, it, it clunky is, you just got to gotta, you, you just got to know how to work it. Yeah. He's looking up how many price modifications are No, happening. I'm looking up what the days on market were 2015. Days just, on market in 2015? Was 60 and 26. So same period of time, same criteria, 2015, the average was 60 days on market, and 26 was the average. So that, just to put that into perspective, 2015, which we were, that was the beginning of us coming out of the time of great unpleasantness. We were kind of on, on the other side of that. I've been told not to talk about that by Mrs. Smith, by the way. <laughs> I, I like the great unpleasantness. I uh, love the time of great Well, that's Neil. I know. Uh, Neil's watching. So, so we've, we've, we've basically, we're 20 days on median more in 15 than we are the, the last. Just to put that in a little perspective on, on that. So what am I supposed to be looking at? Uh, price modifications. How many are happening? I will tell you. Viewers and listeners are astute. Are they not? Astute. I'll have to look that word up. The viewers, viewers and listeners are smart. So um, last seven days, 69 price changes. But I have to look at that. Last seven days, there's been 69 price changes? Yeah, but, but, but here's... A How ca- many total units are on the market? 
well, this was only 60-something came on. This is a one-week snapshot, right? Okay. On a, but I want to look at it real quick. So there was four of them that actually went up, went up in price. All of the other ones were decreased in, in price. So what's that tell you? Um, they're in the pending slot, so probably they sell the concessions or something like that. I'd have to take a deeper dive, deeper dive into it. But the bottom, the bottom line is Kevin Yancey. I don't agree with you. Respectfully disagree. Sixty-nine. What do you think Kevin's saying? Sixty-three. Uh, we're ready for our repeat of two thousand and eight. There you go. You didn't even read the comments. Ke We've Kevin, made very convincing arguments. Otherwise, Kevin, I love you, but that's not the case. Uh, you know, look. Who knows, right? You, you know, there may be something that nobody knows. No, nobody knows that pops up that could do that. And I think if that happens, everybody in the whole country is going to be in the world. Right, let's of talk Black Swan. If he wants to talk Black Swan, Black Swan, we'll talk Black Swan. We got a presidential race coming up in a year. Who wants to talk Black Swan? Me? Somebody? Uh, I mean, 2008 spurred by a black swan, mortgage-backed yeah. securities, and crappy loans. Yeah, but, that, but that, that's completely changed. Loans now yeah, have the, much more accountability. The systems are the systems are different. We don't have 72 million millennials that are in the in the in the point of their life where they're putting family. What do they call it? Not family. The forming families, right? They're forming. Um, as families is the term I think they use, but they're the ones that are coming in the bar. There's 70 million of me that are dwindling year by year, day by day. Over 80% of American homeowners have an interest rate below 4%. 90% have six and below. Yeah. So, I mean, that's keeping uh, folks in homes and not causing flips. Yeah. On top of that, we're sitting on stacks of equity. I think the big question is, is um, you know, I, 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 the big I'm, question is affordability. I'm, well, you know I'm passionate about Prices. that. You know I'm passionate about that. But, um, you know, I asked um, a couple of really smart people in the real estate space the last couple of days. So if the interest rates start at the end of 24 tweaking down a little bit, like, like everybody is predicting, what the hell is that going to do to all this? It's going to make it go bananas. We're going to go back to 2020 nuts, yeah, I think. 100%. Yeah, yeah. And not that this is, is a nuts, right? We, we, you know. You hear what he's saying, ladies and gentlemen? I think so. If you see in a year from now, and it generally happens around presidential races. Yeah, because the. Because the candidates want to leverage an economic well, stimulus. I mean. To get into the White House. Yeah, so look, the, 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 the federal government in theory, is not supposed to impact... Come on, now? <laughs> impact that, You're saying yeah. Biden's got no uh, influence on Jerome Powell? I, Come on, I, now. I, I well, he's not supposed to. Let's, put it, let's, put, it, let's put it that way. We'll stay out of, pol out of that type of We're politics. We're staying out of politics. We're staying out of politics. Yeah. But I, uh, the, the reality of it is, I think you're going to start seeing the, the, the Band-Aids that they were putting on starting to take its effect the first quarter, I think. I might. Who knows? We'll see. This. I'm. Re I'm really interested in this Christmas season. Why? Uh, uh, you know, are, are, are people going to back off buying? I think so. Or are they going to go the opposite? No, way? I think they're going to back off buying. I hope they back off. I think they back off buying because they got the holidays and distractions, and I think they. No, no, have... no, 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 no. That's not what I'm talking about. Okay. I'm talking about using credit cards and buying Christmas gifts. I'm not uh, talking about the buying. American American history would say otherwise. Yeah. So I. I I've, Although we're at uh, the highest credit card debt in American history. So that's the big story there, I think, is the, the credit. This is another interesting stat. This, this month of October. Oh, look at that. I, the month of October. I know. Time flies yep. when you're having fun. The month of October was the most expensive month for homes in the history of America. Yeah. And the you, month we're in right now. The most expensive environment for purchasing a house in the history of the United States. So we... Yona and I started at the beginning of this year of shedding all our credit cards. Where our credit cards were all balances are all at zero. There you go. You know, saw it, saw it coming. Good job, Yona. On that stuff. Yeah, there you go. It ain't me. <laughs> did you buy that $10,000 bike? I did not buy that $10,000 bike. Damn, Jerome Powell screwed me on that one. So, uh, and it was not 10000 It was a little bit more than that. But, um, Man, bikes are expensive. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. Did this have a motor? No, yeah. Was it a motorcycle? It's called Keith. 
Keith and his two legs. I'm doing a 100-kilometer race on Sunday in the in the valley in Kevin uh, Higgins' uh, God Country over there, starting at Stanton and doing a 100-kilometer loop around there. For the, they call it the Fall, Fall Foliage Festival. That's impressive. 100 so kilometers, Keith we, Smith. We, we, we'll find out how I... How much my legs cramp up on Monday morning on the show. I have no doubt, my friend, you're going to do extremely well. Yep, we'll do extremely well. So, look, uh, it's almost 1130. I've got that. a 12 o'clock. i got to go get Mrs. Smith from the doctors here. And, um, She's there. She's like, honey. I'm getting texts. I know. Uh, I'm getting texts. Shut up and, and come pick me up. Uh, but Friday is going to be an interesting day uh, on the show. We've got um, two... Con, uh, contested race in Fulvana County. Uh, it's in the Palmyra District, which covers Lake Monticello and Zion's Crossroads, which if you are a Fulvana person, you might want to tune in for that. Okay. We want to hear about what their thoughts are on housing. That's this Friday? That is this Friday. You hear that, J-Dubs? Um, and that's part of what I have to talk to J-Dubs about <laughs> after, after the show. So that's a little bit of a heads up there, Jay. J-Dubs. J-Dubs. Uh, J-Dubs. Uh, but it's going to be excited, and I'm still working on a couple of other contested races to, to kind of focus on, on housing. So we're working on that to fill out the month. And then we're going to – Smith is going to take a stab at this fun stuff that's happening as a class action suit in our industry, but then we'll, we'll drop that tease a little bit. For well, the we got to give them a little bit more tease. No, 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 no. That, that's, that's we're enough. talking buyers and sellers commissions. We're, well, it's way more than that. So we're, they're in the middle of the trial right now. And uh, so we're, we're going we're gonna to do something next week and talk, kind of digest where it's going. So if you're a real estate agent, you're going to want to watch that. Keith Smith, Keith Smith, Keith Smith, the distinguished gentleman, one of the principals of Yes Realty Partners. Find them online at yesrealtypartners.com. They are moving and shaking, and inventory is, is, is closing with that office, Yes Realty Partners, guys. Judah Wickhauer, a.k.a. J-Dubs, a.k.a. Judah B. Wickhauer, a.k.a. the Jack of All Trades, a.k.a. the executive... A.k.a. he's going to hate me in a few director minutes. ...director <laughs> of this show. Prepare yourself. He's about to drop a boatload of work on you is what it Sorry. sounds like. Sorry, j He's coming over here. Uh, my name is Jerry Miller, and this is Real Talk with Keith Smith, which is archived online. And real talk with Keith And he can mop floors. The I Love Seville. I'm going to go check that <laughs> I out. I know you are. The I Love Seville show is up in one hour. Take care, everybody. Damn good show. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you. I flew by. Yeah, I, I, I looked at the.